Florida State could be the next crucial expansion piece to fall. And when it does, creates an avalanche. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome into Locked On Baylor. I am in Alaska from Sports Illustrated Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. And expansion has been the hot topic. It will continue to be that as we approach even closer to football season and reckon with the idea of Colorado being in the Big 12 in 2024 as Texas and OU depart the four new teams. It's just crazy. But the one thing that I want you to keep an eye on is Florida State. And I know, I know everybody out there, oh, Arizona, give me Arizona, which we'll talk about. Oh, Washington, Oregon, who's next to the Big 12, 14, 16, 18, all of that madness. The thing that people are not watching, Florida State. Right now, the government's telling us that they found aliens, that aliens are real. You know what that means? Something real secret and sinister is going on behind the scenes. Well, we're all talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer and ah, Jason Aldean and all this jazz going on. And the government's telling you there's aliens. Something deeper is happening here. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I, I, I know a red herring when I see one. And the red herring right here in college athletics is to distract you from Florida State. Not clickbait. Just hear me out. This is all from Big12Insider.com, which is a great source for expansion news that regards the Big 12, even the Pac-12, and now the ACC. When Florida State signed on with the ACC, their grant of rights, they signed on under an expectation that hasn't been met. They were given numbers, money, dollar signs that the ACC can't meet. They were unrealistic. Effectively, fraud was committed when Florida State said yes will sign on and stay. The television contract that is current is a nine-year extension with no increase, no adjustment, no adjustment for inflation from 2027 to 2036, meaning ACC members have agreed to absorb the cost of producing and broadcasting non-revenue sports on the, pack, or the ACC network, right? And they're going to lose a whole lot of money doing it. Based on these projections... $399 million is the adjusted, before inflation, adjusted revenue for Florida State. After, after inflation, $356 million. So you have $399 million, $356 million, a 42-ish, 43-ish million dollar difference in what Florida State's going to make rather than what they expected because of inflation. And there's no adjustment for inflation. So in three years, you're looking at a $125 million loss for Florida State when their revenue is not adjusted for inflation. Basically, all this wrapped up into a little bow. Based on what Big 12 insiders saying, Florida State and the entire ACC signed a deal that was terrible. This is just poorly written especially as big as inflation has been, the fact that they went a route that said, eh, well, you know, we're going to go 10 years without factoring in inflation as a thing has lost a lot of money. And along with that proves that Florida State probably, probably didn't have that, but those weren't in the conversations originally. If Florida State uses that crutch 
to pull out of the grant of rights with the ACC and explore going to the SEC, their likely landing spot. I think the SEC uh, or the Big Ten will be the first conference to expand to 18 teams. When they when Florida State comes in and says, look, legally, we were told something. We were given numbers that were a little fudged here. We were given projections on our annual revenue that just aren't right. There was fraud committed here. Then they're going to have a huge leg to stand on to leave the ACC. And before you think, oh, that's just a conspiracy theory. You know, you're making stuff up. $42 million a year is a lot. Do you think Florida State is cool with losing that? I can tell you, Colorado was so upset with the money they were projected to make that they pulled the plug quickly and said, I, we're, we're good. We're going to the Big 12 immediately. They, they, they dipped. And I, I don't think Florida State's going to sit around and watch a school like Colorado do that and not do it themselves when the SEC would certainly come calling because, man, can tell you what the SEC is making plenty more money than the, than the ACC, who's now about on par with the Big 12. And a brand like Florida State, brands like Miami, Clemson, they want that money. They want Big 10 money. They want SEC money. And if you think for a second they're not going to go get it, you're wrong. What Now, what does that mean for the Big 12? Boy, it opens up a whole can of worms. Because now if Florida State leaves the ACC – do you think Miami's going to sit around and, and wait? Do you think Clemson's going to sit around and wait? Once they've realized, these other schools outside of Florida State have realized, hey, we can get out of this grant of rights, they're gone, man. These brands know they're big enough to be in the Big Ten, to be in the SEC, so they're going to run. That leaves schools like Wake Forest behind. It leaves NC State behind. There's a chance that it leaves a Virginia, a North Carolina, a Virginia Tech behind. There are some schools who are like, oh, wow, it's a big brain in college athletics. But I don't think, and hear me out here, I, I don't think the SEC and the Big Ten want to be watered down or overloaded. They're going to start cutting at 18, maybe 20. And at that point, you have some brands sitting there, a la Virginia Tech, that need a place to go. What we're, what we're not seeing, because everybody's getting really caught up right now in out West, Arizona, the Pac-12, and obviously I'm still caught up into it too. I'm going to talk about it the rest of this show. But I first want to put you on something. There's a shot that when Florida State is able to get out of this grant of rights because there was fraud committed, that other schools follow Florida State. And even if the Big 12 doesn't get FSU, Miami, Clemson, there are some brands in there, Duke, that could be great in the Big 12. That would be great landing spots in the Big 12. There's a world in which the Big 10 goes out and gets North Carolina. The Big 10 says, all right, we'll take North Carolina. We'll take Notre Dame. We're good. And the SEC says, all right, we'll take Florida State. We'll take Clemson. We're good. And then there's some really good teams left on the table out of that conference that the Big 10, the Big 12, I'm sorry, could come and scoop up. Even if the Big Ten and the SEC both decide to poach seven, eight schools from the ACC. That still leaves brands like Virginia Tech that I think would be great in the Big 12. I, I could see Wake Forest, NC State having a spot. Duke, basketball-wise especially, having a spot in the Big 12. 
And if things continue the way they're going, we're not that far away from that. The Big 12 is going to going to 14 teams. They're not going to stick at 13. They're going to 14, which we'll get into next. But the day will come when 14 turns to 16 and when 16 turns to 18. And I don't, I, I'm right now, as of July 31st, I don't think all those additions are going to come from the Pac-12. The, the Big 12 is going to continue going east. Brett Yormark is going to get somebody out there that you're not expecting from the ACC. Because if fraud was committed, these teams can pull out of their contract and make their way to a much healthier Big 12 conference. Uh, and look, where is it? What's next? Who's next for the Big 12? All that right here on Locked On Baylor, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dude, eBay Motors. When I tell you I have a clunker outside, it is totaled. I have a clunker here in Alaska that I drive around, you know, everywhere I need to go. And I thought it was totaled. It is technically totaled, but I found parts cheap enough that I put it back to it's an Impala, it's like a 96 Impala. I found parts cheap enough at eBay Motors that fit, that run, that make my car a dime and it's got a bluetooth bluetooth speaker which is all that i need for every championship team you need the right fit you need the perfect fit and it's same with your vehicle everything needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts or accessories go to ebay motors with ebay's guaranteed fit you can be sure every part fits right the first time around add your ride to my garage they know exactly what your car is once you tell them they know exactly what you need for it every part you get will fit or your money back it's just like in sports it's just like in sports confidence. You're going to need confidence. You could be confident at eBay Motors. Over 122 million parts in their queue right now, and you'll be back in the game in no time. It's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, and exclusions do apply. All right, what's next for the Big 12? Dude. It's good. I can tell you that much. 14 is going to be the number. And everybody's putting a lot of hype around Arizona right now. The The magnifying glass is on Arizona as being the addition alongside Colorado. What, what's interesting here is, say Arizona comes to the Big 12 along with Colorado. You put 14 teams, right? You got your new additions with BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston. And then you bring in Arizona and Colorado. 14 is great. You're matching other leagues, the SEC at 16, the Big Ten at 14. You're feeling good at 14. But what happens to Oregon and Washington? What happens to Arizona State, which many have said is pretty much a package deal with Arizona? What happens to Utah? While they would loathe being in the Big 12, they're going to be independent like BYU was for decades if they don't get on their horse and do something. You're in a position right now as the Big 12 where you can be picky. The problem with being picky, and it's really not even a problem, it's just kind of a conundrum for us to discuss, is what happens when you've hit 14, when you you don't want to keep going right now, what happens to Washington, what happens to Oregon? The best news that I can give Pac-12 fans currently, your conference will likely stay together for at least a couple more years because the Big 12 is not ready to go to 16. I don't see it being a productive business model for the Big 12 to take 16 because now you're going, look, we have eight you know, long-standing member institutions, the hateful eight, and then you add in eight new guys. 
not a great way to build stability. Um, not a great way to have a foundation when half of your conference, half of your league, is brand new. From a TV rights standpoint as well, you're looking at how do you restructure that? How, how does that look moving forward in the next decade in who you want to bring in, how big these markets are? Obviously, Seattle would be huge. Oregon has the Nike money, the Phil Knight money, so they'd be awesome too. But you're at a spot now where, ugh, 14 still sets six teams that are not used to the Big 12. Six teams that have to acclimate to a new conference. And if it's Arizona, everybody talks about how Arizona would be the the fit in the Big 12 culturally, which, by the way, makes no sense to me. Um, Arizona would fit just as much as pretty Arizona State. Arizona would fit just as much as Utah. Uh, this whole like, oh, yes, it's the cultural way to go. Uh, what? Who's a bad fit culturally? Cal Berkeley, sure. But Arizona is no better than Arizona State or Utah. I got people keep shoving this down your throat. It's like, oh, Arizona's the fit. Ah, I don't know, guys. If the Big 12 got Oregon, I'd be over the moon. But if the Big 12 got Oregon, Washington would want to go with them. I, I don't know why those two have become a package deal. Something about the Pacific Northwest. They think they have to go together. But those those schools, those brands are bigger than Arizona. I would rather have those two schools than Arizona. Um, I just don't know how the Big 12 does it and gets to, to 14. It seems like Brett Yormark is, is wanting to stick at the 14 level. And I think that's the way to go right here. So then, what does that mean? Who's next? Who's the... Basically what I'm getting at. Who's the one lucky team that gets to come to the Big 12? Because at this point, a lot a lot of this is hinging, it seems, on Arizona. And if they're not in, who is? And everybody else is out, right? There's one, te- there's one team who's going to be in this league with Colorado. And then what happens? I, ge- I genuinely am curious. Does this give the Pac-12 the stability to stay together for a little bit? Could they go get San Diego State and Fresno State, maybe a Memphis, knowing knowing that more schools will leave the conference for the Big 12? The Pac-12 is dangerously close to becoming a Mountain West-level conference. What I think is the most, this is the, the most likely scenario here, is Oregon leaves, Washington leaves, Arizona leaves, Arizona State leaves. Those four teams, along with Colorado, are gone. Maybe throw Utah in that hat. As of now, no. Give me those five. Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, Oregon. Those five are gone from the Pac-12 in the next three years. Two years. Guarantee it. Now, what you're left with in that conference is a weird shell of Stanford and Cal, Washington State, Oregon State. What do they do? Best case scenario, they accept that they're going to become little brother, that they're going to become a Mountain West conference level, and you can still retain the shell of a power five if you bring in Fresno State, San Diego State, Boise State, SMU, Memphis. So you take those five, replace the five that I gave you, who are leaving the big brands, and now you you pretty much say, hey, look, we have the Mountain West Conference. 
which is fairly on point with the Pac-12, which is fairly on point with the AAC. Call it a day. There is a legitimate power four, power three, power four with the Big 12, depending on what Florida State does. And then, you know, a, a three, a tier three, a tier of three conferences, yeah, that are the Mountain West, the Pac-12, and the AAC. Sweet. That's good news, the Pac-12. You don't have to, you don't have to die. You get to still be a conference. Um, you just have to understand that Washington and Oregon aren't going to hang around for this. They're not. You got to accept that. You got to add what you can add and then hope that you can still be relevant somewhat in college athletics, though you probably can't. Pac-12's relevant days, days of being relevant. Oof. They're getting thin. They're getting real thin. And so what's next for the Big 12? I don't know about Arizona, but I know that I'm, I'm going to call my shot here. The Big 12 stops at 14. What's next? 14. Past that, I don't know. Give it some time. But for now, that's where we need to be. 14, sign the dotted line, rock and roll. Unlocked on Baylor, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My candidates, my top five for the Big 12. I've seen a lot of people, a whole lot of blokes that are talking to Arizona. I told you that. Everybody says, oh, great cultural fit. Arizona's going to be the team. I don't think so. I don't think so. My number five, Utah. I don't think I like you very much, Utah. I didn't have a reason not to like you. Until you really gave me one. Until you gave every Big 12 fan a reason not to like you. You have, for some, I don't know why Utah fans are so cocky. Again, the second biggest show in their state. You're the flagship school and BYU is a much bigger brand. But Utah, you're a lucky five. And the reason, I'm, I'll tell you, all five of these will come from the Pac-12. The reason being is the whole Florida State stuff hasn't happened yet. But watch out. Watch out. Utah, five. I don't get why you're so cocky. You don't deserve to be that cocky. You're not a top 25 brand in college athletics. Um, and the idea of you thinking that being in the Pac-12 is good for you, the idea that you want to go down with that ship is so odd. Your fan base is sad and confusing to me. I bet I could like you, but why are you acting the way you're acting? BYU has boat raced you from a branding standpoint now and a placement standpoint in conference in conference. And I don't think you have the ability to be as cocky as you are. You taught five on my wish list, which is like as low as it gets. Congrats on even getting that Utah number four, Arizona state. Yeah. You know, it exists. It's like, it's like Utah. If Utah just kind of shut up, that's what Arizona state is. Uh, it, it, it's the little brother, um, the little brother of Arizona, Arizona being the bigger brand, right? They do it the right way. The flagship in Arizona is in the state of Arizona means a whole lot more than the little brother school, the state school. Um, whereas like in Utah, it's flipped. Utah is not the cool brand, but BYU is in Arizona. The U of A is, is where you want to be Arizona state second fiddle. It just feels more like a, you're number four because you're quiet. If you were as naughty as Utah, you'd both be at like the very back of, you'd be the back of this list. But I'll throw in Arizona State at four because they can add something, I'm sure. A little 
rivalry with Arizona, I guess. I just don't, I don't see a ton of value in Arizona State compared to the top three here. Number three, in a similar vein, Arizona. Good brand, great basketball, would further solidify the Big 12 as the best brand in college basketball. They're my number three best pick for the Big 12. I don't know why they're number one for people because of the brands that still exist out there. Arizona's good. They're good at baseball, usually. Football is getting better, I guess. They have, have they've had some success. Basketball is really solid. They don't really bridge a gap. You know, BYU is close enough to be around us. I don't think you need to be in Arizona if you're the Big 12, but look good. The reason that I think a lot of people have put them at number one on their list is because they are the, the standalone school, right? If the Big 12 was to take one standalone school, it would probably be Arizona. So that's why people are over overvaluing them, in my opinion, because my top two, number two, Washington. That is, that's like it's Seattle, man. That's huge. You got a massive state school in Seattle. So you get a TV market, a big time professional TV market that comes with it, a pretty rich history in athletics as well at Washington. And you add in your, you got your West Coast time zone. There are pretty, pretty rabid Washington fans. It's got a good fan base. It fits to me in the Big 12 as a fan base that uh, can be really rabid, but some games you show up to and you're like, oh, where is everybody? That's kind of the mantra of the Big 12 right now. Washington at two. I don't know why people are putting Arizona there when the Seattle market is in play here. And the number one, and I don't think it's close. I don't think it's close. Oregon. We've already heard that Washington and Oregon don't have guaranteed spots in the Big Ten. The Big Ten's kind of done, at least for now, an expansion. I think the Big the Big 12's done after one more team for a little bit. Let's say, hey, let's settle in before we bite off more than we can chew. And Oregon needs to be number one. Nike money. Phil Knight. One of the top 20, 25 brands in college athletics. One of the few teams that I would consider to be in that circle of squads that could win a national championship in football that could vie for a college football playoff. I think Oregon has that sort of brand and prowess. They have that much money where they could legitimately compete for a college football playoff year in and year out in the Big 12, as they've kind of done in the Pac-12. And they have been to a national championship game in the last decade, give or take. I think Oregon's the number one addition from the Pac-12. My top five, five is Utah, reluctantly. Four is Arizona State, because you're the little brother school that has to tag along with Big Brother, who's at number three, Arizona, who everybody calls the great cultural fit. As if all these schools aren't pretty much the same, it feels like, from a cultural standpoint. Two is Washington, and one Oregon. And I don't think you can dispute that. Maybe, okay, sure. Maybe Oregon's not the cultural fit. Maybe it's the outlier, far away from everything. But gosh, it's the biggest brand in here by far. And you get Nike. You get Phil Knight in your conference. Psst, sign me up. Uh, sign me up to listen to Wednesday's show. J.D. Piquel is supposed to join us, which is going to be huge. You guys know J.D. Piquel from On3. Former host of Up Tempo on Sikkim 365 Radio with Drake Toll. That's me. Ha! Yeah, he's going to be here on Wednesday. So watch that for more Big 12 expansion stuff because, man, a whole lot to talk about. Uh, this has been and it always will be Locked On. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day, guys. Follow me on Twitter or whatever. I don't know. 
probably lose years in your life. Baylor Bears.